Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button and give us that five-star rating. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety you get right here on the CEP Network. In this episode, Patrick and I chat about disc golf, Jada Pinkett Smith and the entanglement situation, Donald Trump wearing a mask for the first time in public, and the television show Kingdom. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. And if you have any topics you'd like to hear us cover about music, sports, or pop culture, email us at cerebral at thecepodcast.com. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back again to Raised on the Radio. I am Colt Brocato, Patrick Blair, Skype Land, forever, maybe. One of these days, seriously, one of these days, we're going to be able to do this in person. But I've only like literally seen you once in, how long has it been? Four months? Five months. Five months? Four months, five months. Yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned about doing one this weekend, but probably not going to happen. You have big plans. I mean, they're not big plans. By doing one, I mean doing a live pop, doing a podcast where we're actually in the same room and we're not doing it via Skype. But right, um, you have big plans though. You say they're not big. I mean, do you consider beer and disc golf big plans? I don't. To some white people, apparently, it's very serious. Like, please explain this because I didn't know until you said you were doing this. You, this wasn't the first time, so you have previously gone out and. I've heard about this before, but you got to enlighten me and everyone else who's listening here because I don't so know do, if everyone does. So, do you know what disc golf is? I mean, it's the same. I mean, I, I, it's the same concept I can put the two as words <laughs> together and, and and create an idea of what possibly could be happening. Yes. So technically, yeah. So yeah, that's basically it. I mean, it's it's you have a I don't even know what it's called, but where you would have a golf a hole in golf that you would try to hit your golf ball into now you have this big thing's got chains on it and that's what you're throwing your disc into and most courses are di- are you know like your holes are different like par three par four par five depending on how far it is uh but you also have discs like like clubs you have a driver you have like a fairway and you have a putter and they're all different because they are like rounded differently on the edge. Some are a little thinner, some are a little thicker. And so they, they move differently in the air and things like that. It's uh, very new to me as well, but it's been fun. And it's something like it's courses that you walk. So it's like good cardio also, which I mean, I guess you could walk golf courses too, but it's pretty brutal when you do that. So there are no carts? No. I mean, there may be some out there that do have carts that are that big, but okay. Have you have you have you noticed the skepticism on my face the last thirty seconds as you've been describing this to yes, me? I know, I okay. get it. Okay, good. Um, that seems to be the common trend throughout most episodes, so I'm just used to it, and I just figure I'm just going to get out everything that I got to say, and then let you let you mouth me for. Oh, well, look, man. <laughs> While this does sound like the whitest thing I've ever heard, it does sound like if I did it, I would have a good time. Especially if there if there's alcohol involved, which I'm I'm imagining there is quite a bit, right? I mean, the few times that I've been golfing, okay, Uh you're going to be drinking. I will this weekend, but the other times that I played, I haven't. 
You didn't. You did this sober? No. Yeah. How was that? And actually, possible? actually, courses get pretty crazy. So we have like three close to me. One is like way out is, well, two of them are way out in the open. One's an 18 hole. One's a nine hole. They're both in parks. Uh, but the other one, the third one is only a nine hole. It's in a park also, but most of it's in the woods of the park. Okay. So like your first hole is out in the open and then your second hole, you're actually throwing up in the woods. So it gets challenging because you have trails that you're throwing the discs down that have like hills on both sides and trees and everything on both sides. So it gets pretty tricky. How big, (laughs) how big is the hole that you throw these things in? It's not really a hole. It's like a, if you, if you Google a picture of it right now, it would show I you. I just did. I don't, you so, did? So, okay. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. It's a basket. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Now, you said that you got people were giving you. So, the last time that you did this, you posted online you know, on social media that you were doing it, and people gave you connoisseurs of, of disc golf. Right. People who have nothing better to do. Right. Clearly uh-huh. were giving you trouble about yeah. what you posted. Explain this. Because I wasn't using the right type of disc. Did you tell them to eat a dick? (laughs) You didn't, did you? No. Actually, I did the opposite, and the next day went out and bought the actual discs. No, you didn't. And then I went out and played with those discs and posted another picture saying that I'm I'm a professional now. You're disappointing. (laughs) You're more disappointing than those people. I I buy into the pressure, man. Man, did you? Are you going to wear a mask for this tournament? On tournament, uh, I hate when I I hate. That's one of the words that I always say, and after I say it, I try to reel it back in and, and say it again. Who says who? You actually say tournament on accident sometimes. That's no tournament is how you say the word. It's not tournament. It's tournament. But so so you say tur- you, you say tournament and then turn it back around and say and yeah, change it to myself. tournament. I have to. I hate myself. everything about this. It's it's tournament. It's no, not tournament. that pisses me off. Where did the word originate? Do they say tournament? Let's find out. <laughs> well, but in the English language, that is how you say the name. I don't. Care. Not tournament. That's it's ridiculous. tournament. Um, let's find out here. I feel like it would be golf. Can you use it's like it Scottish? Is it Scotland? It's French. That's close enough, right? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, I always have to reel it back in. I hate saying tournament. I have to say, I have to correct myself. I love the English language, man. I gotta, I gotta, gotta take advantage of it. Another word that I always, so tell me if you do this, how do you say, so the thing that you put all your like dry, good food into how do you say that word so not pantry the other word for that what's the other word for pantry begins with a c begins with a c you store things in it all right i'm gonna spell it for you c-a-b-i-n-e-t how do you say that word probably the opposite of the way you want me to say it like taking the i basically taking the i out of it cabinet cabinet see that's if I 
fuck up and I say cabinet, I correct myself and I say cabinet because that is how you say the word. Because the I so, is so important in this scenario. Jeez. You know what, man? It's important that we speak proper English, but... If you, so well, what did I well, ask no, you? No, here, here, here's the thing. If me and you were having a conversation and whether the word tournament or cabinet comes up, if you accidentally say tournament, yeah, I'm fine. Or if you, or or if you say tournament, I'm still fine with this conversation. But if you say tournament and then you backtrack and then you say tournament, I'm probably going to turn around and walk away. <laughs> That's what I just did. I know, and I hate it. Yeah. No, I love it. I, I love correcting myself. Um, Why don't you just learn the English language better and say it right? I know the English language. That's why I'm correcting myself. It's not tournament. It's tournament. Um, another one that really bothers me. I don't say it, but when people say it, Jesus, it drives me nuts. When people say Illinois and not Illinois, Jesus, my head spins. You know what's so funny? So why, 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 why is the S silent? Because that it drives me nuts when people say Illinois. Yeah. But there's still an S there. So technically, I mean, how does the English language tell us how to say Illinois? No, it's, it tells us that the S is silent. You shit. Don't ask questions. Let me get the language of orange in here. Hang on. For Illinois? Yeah. I'm not even worried. See, I was more worried about the fact that people screwed up the vowel at the beginning of the word. And you're worried about the consonant at the end of the word. Yes. Thus creating a battle between you and I that's unnecessary. Why can't you <laughs> just go with the Illinois versus <laughs> Illinois? Um I don't know. I don't even want to look that up. Either way. So you're not wearing a mask at your tournament. Actually, you, I didn't even answer your question. You just assumed that. No, you said you weren't, right? I, I don't think so. Okay. Are you going to wear a mask? I don't know. I don't know if they're requiring or not. I honestly hope outside. not because it's going to be 105 degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That might be exaggerated, but it's going to be close. It's going to be hot. Did you see that our, our president finally put on a mask in public for the first time i did how do you feel about you feel, that well i mean i think like most people about time but maybe not maybe it doesn't matter if you if, he was going if you were a pre the president of the united states would you post a video of you getting a swab done did he do like, that like i no, i don't think so Oh, I'm just curious. If you were, would you show? Would you like make make it a point to make a video and show you getting a swab done to like show that I do not have COVID? Oh, see, I thought you were talking about a gonorrhea swab, and I just thought, where where did you find this on Pornhub or something? Jesus Christ! Um, gonorrhea swabs are no fun, by the way. Um, I I wouldn't know, but it sounds horrific. Was, it's not fun. Um, would I post, I don't know. I, but that's his thing. He's a cartoon character. So why not? I mean, they're, they're a crazy, it's the least crazy thing he could do at this point. Right. But I'm, that's my question. Like it, why is it crazy? It's not really like it's Did someone say it's crazy that he posted a video of that. 
Did what? Did you say? Did somebody say it was crazy? Yeah, yeah. So like, was the public perception of him posting a video? No, of him I. Th- this whole scenario I've made up. Oh, so I did not see him do. Not, I no, I don't uh, think he's done it. I'm just curious. Do you think he should? I think you should be one of his public aides and tell him to do so. So yeah, I think he should. Maybe you need to write in a letter and you need to start working for the Trump campaign. Okay, so so the question is, he's probably had the he's probably had the swab done. He's probably te- you know been tested for it. But should he have done a video of that and posted it out to the nation to the world? Um, would, yes. it, would it do? Would it do anything for people? He 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 should, but he won't because of the amount of pride and fuck you he has in him. Because he did get tested and he didn't release, he didn't want the results released to the public and to the press. Okay. So I think the the overall assumption was I'm negative, so don't worry about it. Leave me alone. Um, which is crazy. But I guess he was going to the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, which is stated to be a facility full of vulnerable patients and frontline healthcare workers. Also, it is a Defense Department workplace policy to mandate use of cloth face coverings in situations where social distancing is difficult to maintain. But as recently as late April, Vice President Pence ignored similar policies when he visited the Mayo Clinic and refused to put on a mask. <laughs> he, refu- he refused Trump's to put decision on a mask? To wear... Yeah, you don't remember that? When no. Pence didn't have the mask on? Oh, dude. Fucking well, no, no, I, I heard about it, but I didn't know it was a refusal. I just thought he didn't. Um, he just didn't wear it. Like those are those are two different things. Like how do you that's, that's, how are you promoting yourself true. if you are refusing to wear one at the time? You know. Well, keep in mind that I'm reading this from the Washington Post. Okay. So that word refusal could gotcha. be um, Trump's decision to wear one came as the number of COVID-19 cases is spiking in many states. On Saturday, there were nearly. 63,000 new cases. The death toll since February has topped 131,000. Have we talked about the uh, the Hong Kong flu on this show? Have I brought that up? I don't think so. So it was a pandemic that happened in the 60s. Killed okay. a million people in the United States. Um, Woodstock. Happened during Woodstock. There were I don't know, 2 million people at Woodstock. I'm exaggerating, but there were a lot of people. Right. How did we get over that so well? But this se- this just seems to be sweeping the nation in a way that we just can't contain it. We don't know how to figure, we haven't figured anything out. We don't know how to eliminate the fear and panic. How, well, there, was, how, there was a lot more drugs back then. Good point, good point. That's one thing. Uh, two, there wasn't, there, as, a lot there, there, wasn't, there wasn't as many people. 60 years ago. Medical technology was worse. Absolutely. And not as advanced. So again, how did, how did a bunch of people on acid figure it out back in the 60s, but today we can't figure it out? Well, okay. As far as the uh, fear part of it goes, I can give you a simple answer. Okay. Social media. Ah, that's, that's, why we can't, that's why we can't get away from it. Did we, have, we didn't have that in the 60s. 
But that doesn't have anything to do with the CDC and the World Health Organization and medical research and scientific research. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about overcoming that Hong Kong flu. Strictly I'm just talking about just strictly the fear. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it. Oh, we're living in a weird time, man. What the hell? <laughs> hey, speaking of that, you sent me a message yesterday saying that you took your, uh, you said, screw it and took your son out for lunch. Yeah, we did. How'd that go? Fine. Yeah, we went to uh, went to a farmer's market by our house. Um, just again to get out of the house. Didn't really necessarily need anything. Uh, wanted to grab some produce, and I got weird stuff like pickled asparagus and smoked hot pepper cheese and pump uh, raw pumpkin seeds and shit like that um i i have a couple of questions please okay what do you what do you do with pumpkin seeds i eat them you just, raw, eat, the, you just um, eat them raw oh dude raw pumpkin seeds are so good for you they're like a superfood okay yeah yeah look right, into so that for real um yeah full of protein what was the second? What, what was the second thing you said? You said pig, smoked, hot pepper asparagus, cheese. smoked hot pepper cheese, and it's fucking delicious. That I would be all down for. Uh, but as so far good. as pickled goes, the only thing pickled that I'm eating is a pickle. <clears throat> I think you need to do some. Uh, you like pickles, so if you like pickles, you'll like other stuff being pickled. Such as asparagus or <clears throat> green tomatoes or um, um, pickled, okra. Pickled green tomatoes, pickled okra. Oh, I don't delicious. Know. I don't know, man. No? No. But if you like the taste of pickled cucumbers, there's no reason you wouldn't like the taste of other pickled vegetables. You do know that pickles are cucumbers. <laughs> no, I'm They're an just... idiot. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, if you like the salt and vinegar that is a pickle, you'll like it on other things. I've had pickled blueberries. Fucking delicious. Weird. Absolutely delicious. So anyway, went to the farmer's market, did that, and we tried to make it quick because we did we put them in a Put them in one of the carrier things. It was pretty hot outside, so we didn't want to make it a long thing. And then once we got back in the car, as I stated on the last podcast, I'm just sick of not being able to spontaneously go, hey, let's go grab lunch somewhere. So I looked at my wife and I said, hey, what do you think about grabbing lunch? She said, let's do it. We deserve it. So that's what we did. Is it storming its ass off at your house right now? Yes, can you hear it? Dude, that is loud. Yeah, sorry. Can't control Mother no, it's, Nature. It's cool. I just was trying to make sure that's what it was and it wasn't your house falling down. I mean, it might because it got super dark in here really quick. Um, so yeah, we went to lunch. Had to wear the mask into the place. Once we sat down, we took them off because obviously we were going to eat. Right. Put the mask on when we left. Called it a day. Did you put a mask on the baby? No. 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 How does that work? How does... Which part? 
Like, are babies required to wear masks also in places that are requiring masks? No. They are not. I guess because no. they have a covering over them most of the time with, like, their car seat or their, or whatever you're carrying them in. To be honest, I don't know. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, taking a newborn out in public is always a risk because their immune system is so compromised. Forget about COVID, just everything else you're right. subjecting them to. Now, I mean, the place wasn't wasn't busy. The only people coming around us, or the only person coming around us was our server. You know, whatever, man. I mean, look, how did we survive this long? You know what I mean? I get it. You know, it's... And I don't mean we like me and you or me and my wife. I mean just humans in general. Right. Right. How have babies made it this long? You know, they, you know, they get subjected to sickness and viruses and, you know. Uh, I mean, if, if, I, if, you, know, you, keep, if you keep them away from germs, it can, it's going to be more harm than good, you know. Exactly. They Yes, you're absolutely right. You, you need to keep their immune system on its toes. Um, the research that I've done and my wife has done and her being, uh, a medical professional anyway, I, children are not getting COVID and are not the ones who need to be, we need to be worried about. Now, my son being a newborn, you just have to be worried about him getting sick in general. It's not good for a baby to get sick this, this early on. But again, people have been taking their newborns everywhere forever. So it's. It's not like we would be it would be frowned upon. Well, maybe some people were looking at us like we were crazy. Right. To them I say take a lap, get bent, eat a dick. I don't care. We wanted to have lunch. <laughs> I, I you know, I don't know what else to say. So but it was good to do that. So you know, it, it felt pretty harmless to me. Had a margarita, had some decent food. He slept the entire time. What, what 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 harm was being done? That's good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How many restaurants have you been to during this whole thing? Any? Um. So you're going to the gym. Yes. You're going to stores like grocery stores and wall places like Walmart or Target, right? Right. No restaurants, though. I mean, well, besides I mean, besides yeah, I was say, besides, besides vacation, I don't think we have. But most of them have been shut down. So are places opened up by you? I think. I don't know. I haven't even looked into it. You I've don't just, care. I've just assumed that they've been shut yeah. down. Have you ordered food? Like, have you ordered a pizza? Have you ordered Chinese? Have you? I don't think so. No. Uh-uh. Have you had a desire to do so? I don't think so. You got me really curious about this because I don't think I've... we. I know we haven't eaten out locally anywhere in a while. But you don't even know if the places... I, I would imagine the places by you are open. I would think. But okay. I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know for sure. You should order a pizza tonight. See how it goes. Actually, I'm going to stay away from pizza. <laughs> I'm actually trying to be back on the healthy train for a little while, considering yeah. the last week and a half has been nothing but booze and really shitty food. It's the life. Uh-huh. So I like I fasted Sunday through Monday, and then now yeah. I, I've been eating really healthy since then. 
going to keep that. So we had, I, I, I hear you, dude. So I've been going back to the gym. Um, and it's, again, it's been super weird. Just like the restaurant thing, like you have to wear a mask in, right. But you can take it off while you, and you, if they, if they told me I had to wear a mask while I was working out, I'd be like, all right, well, I'll see you guys when that rule is no longer in place because I can't be working out and getting my heart rate up and my breathing being restricted by a mask. I just can't. That's that's dangerous. I say that's yeah, it's harmful. Saying, You're just breathing that carbon monoxide right back in. Yeah, yeah, it's not good for you. And I see people doing it, and I I want to go up to them and be like, hey, by the way, but whatever, wear it. Fine. Um, but yeah, I've been going back there, and they make you take it off or make you wear it in, but you can take it off, and it just feels. I like it because the gym has not been that crowded. So I've been able to actually get in there and actually do quite a bit, which is great. Cause I mean, for three months I worked out at home. I did nothing but at home workouts. And I've actually been able to go back. So I think that's been cool. Um, I bet that first day back in there felt good, didn't it? It felt really good. And I didn't even live. I didn't do any lifting. I just got on the treadmill and ran for an hour and it felt fucking fantastic. I could have been running outside this entire time and I have a few times, but I get I have a, my knees are so fucked up and I get terrible shin splints. I just try to, I don't do it as much as I, A, would like to and B, used to. Um, but it is good. It's better for you to actually get outside and run. You know, the treadmill is kind of giving you that support you need to kind of keep going where you actually run outside and do hills and do all these things that you can't predict or don't really expect. Your heart rate goes at levels that are better for you. But anyway, we're, I was going to say I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I can run on a treadmill, but it drives me nuts. Cause I just feel like I'm running at something I can't catch or I'm running at a wall that I can't get to. It, it drives me nuts. I mean, I, I can put, I, I've tried to do podcasts. I've tried to listen to music. I tried to watch TV and I just can't keep my mind off of running on a treadmill. I'd rather go That's to the, the park thing. or around my house or something like that. That's the hardest thing for people when they try to run is getting your mind off of the fact that you're running. Yeah. You have to block it out because your legs get tired. Your legs start hurting. You're, you're breathing. Your heart rate goes up. You, you have trouble kind of catching your breath. All of these things fuck with your brain. Like you need to find something to, I listen to insanely obnoxiously heavy music when I run or insane um, gangster rap. It's so preposterous. The things being said, it completely takes my mind off of the running or I watch fights, which really helps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I need, I'm the same way as everyone else. My, my brain is fixated. When I start, my brain is just focused on God, my legs are tired already. It's been 10 minutes. Like I'm like, my legs feel dead already. Um, but my whole point of that was we, uh, when I said order a pizza, we have one time ordered Chinese food, but dude, for three and a half months, we didn't, we made everything at home. We didn't go anywhere. And then as things started to slow down a bit until this latest spike, you know, um, I went to lunch by myself. Uh, this was, it's been a month now, but, uh, I was supposed to meet a friend, but he had to back out last minute. So I went to lunch by myself at a place by my house, had a few beers, had, uh, it was really awesome too, like a fucking giant burger with fries. I was like, 
I'm indulging. Fuck it. <laughs> like to have a burger and fries and a beer felt amazing. Um, now again, I could have done that at home, but it just doesn't feel it just, it, I don't know. It just didn't feel the same. Um, but we order Chinese and they, we did it through, um, this app called beyond menu. And you have the choice of saying contactless delivery where they'll just leave it on your doorstep. Right. And so I chose that option, which I didn't really care. Like, you know, whatever, man, like just deliver my food. And again, you're taking the risk. You don't know what the guy or the girl is doing with your food in the car on the way to your house. You don't know who was in the car with them. You don't know if someone was in the car before. You have no idea. You don't know who made your food. So it's all a risk. So I chose it anyway. And um, because of that, tipped, tipped a person a couple of extra bucks, you know, but they still came up and knocked on the door. And I was like, uh, all right, well, hi. I was like, hey, you can just leave it there. I'll, I'll pick it up. We, you know, I was like, we chose the contactless delivery. And I'm not worried about it, but thank you very I was like super polite. And um, the poor kid was like 16. And he was probably just like this motherfucker. He probably hated me for just being like, hey, by the way, you screwed this up. Like, And I didn't say it like that, but I was just like, hey, you know, it's cool. Just, just leave it there. I'll, I'll grab it. Thank you. Do I need to sign anything? Are we good? He's like, no, you're good. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, Cause I tipped him before I pay, pay beforehand, tipped him beforehand, whatever. Um, so we did do that the one time and I thought it just the one time we did it and we chose the, the COVID safe option of delivery. It got screwed up, of course. Right. So like, whatever, man, the, the funniest thing, shit show. the funniest thing about this story is that about two months ago, when I told you that I w- would drive through the drive through to get food, you were like, you have no, what are you doing? What you're going through the drive through. You have no idea what's going on with that food before it gets to you. Yeah. Now you're doing the same thing, but extending it to delivery to your house. <laughs> yeah. But it's all good because you don't have contact with the person who just left your food there. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> well, no, I like do, but at the same time, I get it. You know, I, I couldn't stand the people on social media that were like preaching. You have to wear a mask. You have to socially distance. And then two hours later, they would post that they got curbside delivery from their favorite local place. I'm like, bitch, you don't know who made the food. You don't know what they did with the food. Don't fucking preach to me about wearing a mask and about keeping six feet away from everyone when you're doing that. Right. It's you don't know. So like. And I said that to you, you know, like I said, I, well, believe me, dude, I would go get drive through. I would have, I wanted to go somewhere on St. Patrick's day. I was bummed that the bars were closed. That was my, well, that's my your, Christmas. That's, yeah, say that's your week. You're uh, you know, but we went nearly four months and it was just, you know, Chinese food sounded fucking great from time to time. You know, you gotta inhale some MSG and destroy your body. <laughs> But we ordered it from this place that our old house, um, which isn't that far from where we are now, but we had our favorite, our favorite spot, the food consistency. That's what, that's what I want. The food was always the same. It was always good. It would always, wouldn't take long. The delivery, like everything about it was perfect. Um, and then we found out that they would deliver to our new house. I was like, Oh, we're doing it. We have to do it. So yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, like I said on the last show, I'm looking for some sort of normalcy, but 
whatever. I guess I'm breaking the rules. I don't know. Apparently. Um, so tell me about, you brought this up and I don't know much about it. So tell me about this. Um, tell me about the new, the new media. What, what would you call the Kardashians? What are they like? America's reality show sweethearts. Would you say sweethearts? I mean, doesn't that show still get some of the highest television ratings? I, I mean, it has to be the highest television ratings. Uh, uh, well, as far as reality show goes, they have to be number one all time, probably, right? You would think. Maybe cops. Hmm. Don't go shitting on cops now. No, I'm not, but, I, but I'm curious. Do you mean because it's been running so long? Or because they re- they literally get that many more viewers at a time. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But they've okay. been, didn't they just get canceled? Cops did. Didn't all. Uh, I guess yeah, I, I think, could see that they would. I think all cop reality related shows were canceled. Huh. But did you see? Anyway. Did you see they wanted to cancel Paw Patrol? I thought they did. Oh, did they? I, I knew they. So. I knew they were talking about it. Let's look that up. Because what was it, it? Because it was promoting cops as good people or something along those lines. Is what I was. No, what let I me heard. just be very sure. clear. Let me be very clear about something. I don't know what Paw Patrol is. It's a cartoon, but a kids show. Paw Patrol has been canceled. They did cancel for it. its portrayal of police. so not only was this a cartoon it was a cartoon about dogs who were police paw patrol is one of the most famous animated series for children which is based on a squad of canine helpers the show originally released back in 2013 and has been enjoying a successful run on television since then but recently the entire discussion surrounding police brutality which sparked countrywide protests in the U.S. after the death of George Floyd, also put various police-based shows under the bus. Shows like Cops and Live PD were canceled after facing major backlash for its representation of police work. This was on Nickelodeon. Sure. Is this this really got... That's unbelievable, man. Um, so there's a meme... If you take offense to an imaginary talking police dog, you might be the problem. Can't say that I necessarily disagree with that. So my question, so forget about it. Never mind, the Kardashians. So there's a new Kardashians. It's Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. You think that you think? So you were, te- well, you apparently you're, they're big news here. So you were telling me about it. I don't know much about it, but explain what what's happening here. All I know is that apparently there was a temporary separation between Will and Jada. And Jada had what she calls an entanglement with this August. What was his name? Uh, Al- Al- Alcina. Alcina. Yeah. August Alcina. Yeah. Or something along those lines. 
And so, so, so like the biggest, like it's all over social media about her using that word entanglement or she got entangled with him and it, people are just saying like, you cheated, You, you, you cheated. Okay. I understand that you were still temporary, temporarily separated, but apparently Will is all, you know, he's got her back saying, yeah, we were temporarily separated. Uh, you know, we talked about this and let, you know, I, I told her to do what she wanted to do. So they, there's, are they swingers? I don't know. Is Will Smith a cuck? I, I don't know. I, I, like I don't know that it goes that deep. You think he would be? I mean, he's also been, he's been under the radar uh, as far as people have been accusing him for being homosexual for years now, right? I don't know if I've heard that. Yeah, that's kind of been the thing. Um, I don't know. This is super bizarre to me. So like after you brought it up, I kind of looked into it a little bit, but like, so apparently August Alsina has platinum selling singles and I have never heard either one of them. I've never heard his name. Maybe I'm wider than I thought. Platinum selling singles. I love this shit and no love. He used to be on Def Jam. He is no longer on Def Jam. He's only 27. Jesus. Jada's what? Close uh, pushing 50? 72 years old. He's <laughs> probably pushing 50, right? Oh, she's over 50. Come is on. Is she over really? 50? I don't know. She's got to be. Is she, she's is 48. She, she's 48. See, How old is Will Smith? Probably the same. I mean, think of when... Will think, Smith has to be... Will Smith's 51. Okay. I was going to say, how is Will Smith not in his 50s? doesn't say he was like, uh, he was like right, like 18 years old when he was on Fresh Fresh Prince, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, that would make sense now that I see that he's only 51. So like, yeah, there, there, that's, there's something in, and look, I don't know. It's not like I follow this tabloid bullshit, but like Jada Pinkett Smith to me is one of the phoniest people. She's one of the phoniest celebrities. So like after you told me about this and I looked into it and I looked into like her statement a little bit, she all, she's always online preaching about like love and togetherness and we all need to love one another and we all need to be honest with each other about who we are. What? Why don't you just <laughs> fucking say I cheated? Just fucking say it, you phony. Like, come on. You cheated on fucking Fresh Prince. Just say it. Okay, so so the real question is to play devil's advocate here. If you're married and you have a temporary separation and you are told by the other person you go do what you want to do, and you do, is it considered cheating because you are still married? No, if there's an understanding between the couple that, yeah. But why would you say that? Why would anyone say, all right, we're going to temporarily temporarily separate, but you go ahead and do what you want to do? Why does that need to be said? That's what a, a temporary separation is, meaning we're separated. I'm going to live my life. You're going to live yours. Why would someone need to... A, why would someone want to say that, especially the man, and forgive me if I'm about to get sexist here, why would the man say that to the woman? And B, why would you need to say that? So like why would why would you why would there be a desire to say, hey, 
it's okay. You do you, boo-boo. I'll be waiting here. And then why would there be a need to do that as well? Well, I, so basically what you're saying is there, if, if, there's, if there needs to be a temporary separation, it needs to be a permanent separation is what you're saying. There should be no, I'm not saying... No, 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 I'm not saying that. Well, I'm just saying the idea that you're going to separate, anything can happen. So why do you need to say it? I guess I'm, I guess, I guess my question would be, look, I mean, what married couple separates with the intent of we're going to separate, but we're still going to be faithful or we're still going to, we're not going to sort of, uh, uh, experiment or go out and, and see what else is out there. So, so you're saying that what doesn't need to be said is that they are going to go and do something with somebody else. Yeah. So you're saying if, if you're saying if you've made the decision, we are going to temporarily separate for a while. You just leave it at that. You don't say I'm fine with you going and doing something with somebody else. You just leave it at we're separating. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. But did, so did Will Smith actually say that he, there was an understanding and he sort of gave her the, the, from my understanding, yes, but I don't know 100%. <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. He might be a cuck. It sound, I mean, I don't know what the situation is, but it, it sounds like she hasn't got all of her younger years out of her system. Mm. Now, but, I, now, I have nothing to prove that. I have no statements saying that. I'm just saying for my personal opinion, if if a if you're in that kind of scenario, you're married for that long to somebody, but you need or choose to in a separation go to somebody else that's in their 20s when you're almost 50, feels like you haven't gotten everything out of your system that you needed to before you got married. Yeah. Yeah. Or she's just phony. <laughs> We're going to circle right back around to that, huh? <laughs> yeah. She's, she's always bothered me. And I have, this is, you know, this is kind of an obscure sort of beef that I have with her, but, um, I, I wonder, I, I would love to take a poll and see how many people know that she sings in a metal band. Sing or sang? Well, I think they're still a band, technically. Are they really? I don't... I mean, yes. Meaning, like, if she announced tomorrow, like, hey, Wicked Wisdom is going to release an album in 2021, she would. You know, I don't think it's ever been confirmed that they're no longer... There, There is no longer the possibility that they're making music. How well do you think that would sell? Uh... Right now, probably well. Because she's in the public eye even more than... Yeah, yeah so this, the reason I bring this up is I'm kind of wondering, is she trying to revive that music career with this bullshit, right? Right? Or revive she's any career. I mean, she's got her hands in all sorts of stuff. Yeah. The more you're in the public eye, no matter what it is, whether it's good or bad, it, can, it still leads to promotion for something else. Yeah, well, she, she she just always bothered me with that. She like, well, two 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 things with Wicked Wisdom. So, I saw her in an interview, or maybe I read it in a magazine. I can't remember if I saw it or read it, but you know, 
Wicked Wisdom got put on Ozfest by Sharon Osbourne. Apparently, she went and saw them at a club in L.A. and was blown away at how great they were and how great she was. So they got put on Ozfest. This right after they did a Britney Spears tour, which is bizarre in in so many ways. What do you mean by Britney Spears tour? Like they went on tour with Britney Spears? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Not her by herself. Wicked Wisdom opened for Britney Spears. Like how how long ago? Like what? 2004 maybe. I mean, this was, you know. I'm, I'm trying to think of where Britney was at in her career at the time, at this time. She was popping. She was still popping. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. So she did some interview where uh, the question was asked, like, do you think, how are you coping with the fact that people aren't necessarily taking your band seriously because of your acting career, right? Because of who you are, essentially, you know, same thing happened to Jared Leto when 30 seconds to Mars started out, you know, you're Jared Leto. How are you dealing with the idea that people, you're going to have to prove that this is not just a, a thing that I'm doing. This is my passion. So her, her whole response, rather than being like, this is my, this is my passion. I've always loved this type of music. I, I you know, and also she did it. She does. She does something or did something that really, really fucking bothers me. And it's something that I've never heard Jared Leto do. I've never heard. So like when you have like a celebrity or a, uh, a celebrity who's in a band. What she did was she never talked about the band. She always used it was always the me pronoun. Me, me, me. It wasn't we it wasn't wicked wisdom. It's me, 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 me. Right. Not about my band. It's me. I fucking hate that. One of the one of the things that I really admire, um, or have admired and do admire about, um, you know, somebody we've talked about quite a bit on this podcast is Machine Gun Kelly. Um, if you ever go see him live, I mean, he plays with a band, and he calls the band Machine Gun Kelly. He says a very important thing when he addresses the crowd at every show. I've seen him a couple of times. I've you know, watched YouTube videos. He says, we are Machine Gun Kelly. He doesn't say, I am Machine Gun Kelly. He says, we are Machine Gun Kelly. It's always been something that I've truly respected and admired that he actually does that. And he actually cares about the guys behind him that are making the music. Right. And making him sort of be able to do what he does. She did not do that. And then so in this interview, she took the angle of like, uh, I am doing this because I was inspired by Guns N' Roses and Ozzy Osbourne, but I also want to prove that women rock too. I was like, you did not take the feminism approach to this question, did you? For real? Why couldn't you have just said, I've known these guys for a long time, they're all great musicians, they fucking rock, we fucking rock, and I'm ready to go hit the road. Like, why couldn't it have just... And do we need Wicked Wisdom to prove that? No. (laughs) No. It's not like she's the first one. No. She wasn't the first. She's not going to be the last. And she certainly wasn't one of the better ones. So, like, we don't need the feminist angle on this. I hated that she did that. It drove me nuts. So I just thought it was phony. I just thought she was acting. And then, do you know she um, 
she was friends with Tupac. She goes way back with Tupac. Really? Yeah. So this is like a documented thing. Um, and she, anytime I've seen her go on, if there's been a Tupac documentary or some sort of TV show made where they talk about hip hop or rap and to, and, and Tupac is brought up and they want to get like the, the point of view from someone who knows him or someone in the industry or whatever, if it's her, she is always over the top about Tupac's message. And I told him about it when we were kids and this and that. And it's just, it feels like she's acting like she's doing her job. She's an actress, right? It just feels so forced and so phony to me. Whereas if you watch someone like who also had a close relationship with Tupac, um, Someone like Shock G from Digital Underground. Okay. Tell me you know who that is. I don't. School me here. You know the Humpty Dance song? Yes. You know Tupac was a dancer for Digital Underground? I do now. Okay. Okay. So Shock G is is Humpty, essentially. Okay. Okay. So you know who I'm talking about. So he's on... He's, you know, he had a very close, he and everyone else in that, in that group had a, had a close relationship with Tupac because that's kind of how Tupac got his start in Oakland as a dancer and then had a couple of verses on a couple of songs on their records. And so they had a close relationship with Tupac and he was on, anytime I've heard him speak about Tupac and their relationship and just Tupac's impact on music and um, on the culture and this and that. It felt so genuine to me. It didn't feel forced because he's not an actor. He just really had a relationship with him and he had nothing to gain from telling his story. Um, he, you know, the I brought it up to you, uh, Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. When they talk about um, one of the episodes, the East versus West Coast episode, and they specifically spend quite a bit of time talking about Tupac. I mean, he he talks about how when Tupac gets out of jail, and signs with death row. And then he talks about how he felt like he lost a friend. Like Tupac became this totally different person. Started crying. But it felt real. You know, he felt like, right. like I don't know who this guy is anymore. I'm worried about him. I felt like something bad was going to happen. Something did. And the guy, you know, so that felt real to me. And when Jada Pinkett Smith would talk about Tupac, it just felt so forced. And I was just like, ugh, I just, you feel so phony to me. And I, just, she's always just rubbed me the wrong way. So now this is, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's not surprising. It just kind of, I don't know, makes me grin. Well, like, wish- like, like from what you were saying, it sounds like she's, um, because like, so what did you say about the, me- like how she was saying about talking about his message? Like you were saying, I've been telling him about the mess or his message for so long or something like that. Something along those lines. She said that he was about more than just music. He was about a message and he was a, he was an activist and, um, he's been that way since they were teenagers and it just was, it was so phony. I don't know. Maybe a little different than I was thinking from the way you first said it, it's, it kind of sounded to me like she was still somehow bringing it back to herself as far as like, I've been telling them I've been, you know, that, that kind of thing. Like it was me. I, you know, that kind of thing. I just, I remember somewhat vividly in one of the interviews and one of the things that I was watching where she was like, I would always tell him, I would always tell him this. I would always, you know, she just, I think, fuck you. It's not about you. They're asking you about Tupac. Right. Like, 
I'm, I'm big on pronouns, you know, I get it. There's, there's no I it's, it's him. It's you and him. There's no I right. like what was special about him. Okay. You knew him. Cool. Now tell me what's special about him. Right. Forget about I, I don't know. It, it, so like I said, I, I, you know, this, this whole thing kind of makes me grin a little bit because she's just always rubbed me the wrong way. Um, because of those things, I, you know, I don't, you know, um, care about her acting necessarily. She was in the nutty professor. I liked that movie. Cool. Great. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, nice callback somehow. That was been a long time. To- that was the first one I thought of either. I, I, I did. I did see that when it was in theaters though, by the way. Uh, yeah, I don't think I did. Um, but you know, I, you know, Hopefully they work it out. I don't know. They're they're a weird <laughs> family, man. I think that's been proven. So well, to be I mean to be that high profile and to be, you know, celebrities. I I, I would never want that lifestyle just because you no know, every step you take, you know, is is in the in the public eye. She uh, she seems to embrace it in a way that again is annoying. I don't necessarily, I don't know necessarily. They went on some show and I heard someone, one of the podcasts I listened to, I heard this mentioned, they went on some show and it was almost like she was forcing Will Smith. You know, I, you notice how I didn't say Will there. Cause I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know that dude. So Will Smith, I was like, <laughs> we're not on a first name basis. Um, she was forcing Will Smith to like talk about it and be like, yeah, yeah. I told her it was fine. Like you said, like, we're going to split up, but it's going to be okay because I'm giving you permission to go do what you need to do. Kind of like he's, pu- he's pulled along in whatever, whatever she's got going on. He's, you know, he just goes with the flow. He's pulled along doing mm-hmm. whatever, whatever she wants. But now you just made me think of something when you said that you didn't say Will, you said Will Smith. Is there people out there like actors or, or, you know, people in bands, anything like that, musicians that, you can't say just their name, like their first name. Like it's either their whole name or nothing. Um, like Jack Black. Can you say anything different than Jack Black? Not that like, if we're having, not that we're having a conversation and I say Jack, that you're going to know who I'm talking about, but you know what I'm saying? Like you never say, that's a great example. You never say anything besides Jack Black. Yeah. No one calls him Jack. Right. Maybe they should. (laughs) <laughs> you don't get that's that's a great example i never thought about that there, there um, I, I think about that every Jack once in a White's while the same way yeah yeah um wow there there's like there's different musicians different uh actors and things like that that if i were to have a convert like have a conversation with them i would not call them by their first name i would call them their full name well if you i would have to well, if you were having a conversation with them? Yeah, it would just feel weird. I would say Mr. Black. I would say, well, Mr. Black. <laughs> um, yeah, that's weird. Um, like if you were having a conversation with Robin Williams, could you say, just call him Robin? I couldn't do I would that. Call him Ro- I would call him Robbie. <laughs> R.I.P. Just like I would Absolutely. call Robert De Niro, Bobby. I would call him Bob. Bob, come here. Let me, let me holler at you. Um, which, by the way, did you see that he's complained about he's only going to make seven and a half million dollars this year or something 
like his lawyers or his like, De Niro? accountant. Are you talking about De Niro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got he caught a bunch of shit online about that. It's an accountant thing, or it's because of his work. No, just because of COVID. Like he's not going to make as much money as he uh, normally would. But it's still millions of dollars. Did people are like, "Boo hoo, you asshole!" Did the Irishman come out this year or last year? Last year. Oh, it was last year. I don't know. Um, well, yeah, it, yeah, because it was. I don't remember. It had, it had to be early this year or late last year. Well, now that you, while I'm looking this up, you asked me that question. Like, I never call Chino the singer from Deftones. I never call him by his full name. I always just say Chino. And everyone knows what I'm talking about. Right. You know? Um, that's funny. Uh, 2019. Did you see that yet? No. Okay. I just can't, I can't talk myself into doing it, man. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, fine. I don't like starting a movie and having to stop it somewhere and then come back and finish it. If I'm going to watch a movie, I want to watch the whole thing all the way through. And for me to put away three hours to watch it at one time. Are you, I mean, are you too busy going to disc golf tournaments? I mean, that's all I excuse do. Excuse me. For tournaments. See what I did? Damn I, it. I hate I hate it. We we have to end this now because you just did No, that. come on, man. <laughs> Tournament. Tournament. Oh, um Jesus. real quick before we end this then. So you started watching Kingdom, right? Yes. Alright. So tell me you've only you only watched the first episode. Yes. And so if I if I'm giving my explanation of it, for one, I'm actually gonna try to get my wife to watch the first episode tonight because I think that okay. it's got enough. Uh, I think it's got enough uh, MMA influence and fighting influence and stuff like that, and a good enough storyline to keep me invested in it. Just off of the first episode, I don't. I mean, it could I could derail. I don't know, but I think it's got yeah. enough. I think it's got enough for her too to keep her invested. Like the storyline, I think it's got enough to keep her invested. Okay. Uh, I like the I like the publicity for fighters. You know, like having Cub Swanson in it which is about as far as we've gotten so far. Um, right. But, you know, I, you don't, I mean, they don't talk much or anything like that so far from what I've seen, but it's still, it's still publicity. You still see him, you know, you see like Cowboy Cerrone and different things and stuff like that. He doesn't have very big parts, but it's still promotion for him as an, an actor. Right. Right. You know, and, and still a stepping stone to get to something else if they choose to. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's far, I mean, for me to see a Jonas brother be the lead in a show about MMA is weird. You can definitely tell he's been doing the training. Why is that weird? What are you trying to say about the Jonas brothers? Just because you wouldn't expect it. I mean, would Why? you, would, would, would you? Okay. Okay. So, so going back to other actors who have done fight movies, or okay. boxing movies or anything like that. Would you would you ever thought you would see Jake Gyllenhaal do a boxing movie? Yes. You could see that. Will yes. Smith do actually, a, Will Smith do a boxing movie? Yes. You could. Did you just name two really outstanding actors though? I I understand but there's a difference between being an outstanding actor and the uh athletic component to it or the 
um, okay. bringing, bringing it to life, like the actual what they're doing in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Well, of the two guys you just named, do you think they were convincing as boxers? Yes, and I think. Both. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't crazy about Ali. I think it's okay. I like it fine. It's not. It's not one of my favorite. Certainly not one of my favorite sports movies. Especially not one of my favorite boxing movies. I really liked Southpaw. Yeah, I really did, and I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was a motherfucker in that movie. Yeah, you could tell that he went through the work. He did the work to get prepared for it. Um, right. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. Even I mean, I talk- I, you're, you're just really, you're talking about a stigma attached to the Jonas brothers. That's really it. Yeah. Sorta. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I I'm mean, not, I'm not by any means saying that he hasn't put in the work to, to do this part. Of course he has, or he couldn't do this part. Even, even if it's, you can see in the show, I'm not saying that I have, but even if you can see in the show that it's half assed, you know, that they still put in a shit ton of work to be able to do yeah, this yeah. role, you know? For sure. Um, so here's the thing. I did not watch the show when it originally came out. I remember seeing the three guys, the three stars of the movie, not Frank Grillo, but the three younger guys who are the fighters in the movie. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing them on like some talk show or something. And they discussed, and Nick Jonas specifically discussed the training that he went through. All three of them trained MMA and did it. They went through the process. It's not um, it's not a forced acting situation where they're acting like fighters. They went, they all trained jujitsu. They did kickboxing. They did boxing. But, but, but so, what does that like train? What does that mean? Like how many, are we talking years? I, I don't think it's that long. I think, uh, months leading up to the, so you, well, it so, so you think months of doing jujitsu and, uh, kickboxing, Muay Thai, whatever, kind of training they're doing you think that just a few or a, a few months even even just a year is enough training to be able to pull off a movie or a, or a tv show that's seasons long depending on how well you pick it up yeah i think you can look convincing enough but the reason that i bring that up is because i don't want to ruin anything for you you're only one episode in right i think you're gonna find that nick jonas specifically becomes less convincing as a fighter, as the show progresses. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah. But well, I was well, curious so, about your opinion because I just think there are so many things that you're going to see that, again, to me, kind of shine a bad light on MMA. And they're just – but look, man, it's a TV show. You have to suspend disbelief a little bit in order to really buy into the storyline and, and what they're – what they're selling, but well, you also have to pull yourself away from being a, a massive MMA fan to where you're, tried, you're, constantly, you're constantly looking for inconsistencies as far as style goes or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. I I've tried and maybe it's because of that. And what little bit of athletic ability I have and a little bit of a little bit of athletics I participated in, on any level in my life, kind of, I see things happening and I know it's bullshit. And that's again, all I'm going to say. So, right. Um, well, it's like I said off air is that I'm not giving anything away, but in the first episode, 
there is a, a fight with Nick Jonas, uh, actually yeah. in the in the cage. And I texted you during it because the camera is constantly moving back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, this is going to make me sick because of how they were doing it. But it's almost like they were do- they were doing it on purpose to show, like, Tor, you can't see as many inconsistencies as far as style goes and things like that. Or, or you can't, like, see as much of the fight. You can see what's going on, but you can't see anything technical about the fight, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think they were trying to be a little bit cutting edge with how it was shot because you're going to find also that that kind of dies down a little bit. Gotcha. And then you're also going to see that some of the, you know what, you'll you'll see that, (laughs) I I just, I'm trying not to give too much away to you, but I I think you're going to see that a lot of the MMA you're seeing isn't, it's a little bit fabricated. And is this Lost is this that. including is this based off of Nick Jonas or is this based off of actual fighters show in, the show also? In general. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the show in general. Okay. But the thing is this is it's a compelling show. Um the characters are uh, it's well acted. It's a compelling show. Like the characters are I mean you got a, a basically a, the whole cast is fucked up. Everyone's got some sort of fucking demons. There's not really an endearing character in the show. Meaning, like, you really don't like anyone. Right. Like, everyone's just got, they just come with this baggage and these 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 flaws. Like, you don't like them. Nick Jonas is probably the most endearing character, or his character is probably the most endearing character. You'll find out why. Again, I can't give too much away. But probably the most endearing character that I've seen on the show. But I don't know. Well, I, I'll be curious to see how you, how you like it. I'd really like to be curious to see how your wife, what your wife thinks. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I mean, just based off of the first episode, we like I said, we might get halfway through the first season and both drop it. Who knows? But yeah. I think there's enough of storyline for both of us that she would actually get invested in it. And just because it's Jonas and because of the public eye, celebrity kind of thing, reality TV kind of thing, I think that would hold her interest just because it's Nick Jonas too. Oh, yeah. She's a boy band girl. Not well. I mean, I mean, I think Backstreet Boys is as far as she goes, but yeah, could be. Damn. Which, She's I, gonna which, love it. which actually got canceled. Believe it or not. But did that show not happen? It was supposed to be later this year. I actually bought her tickets for our anniversary or something. I think we talked. I think we talked about that before, and I said uh, that I, I said that I wouldn't go, but now the show's been canceled. So, see there. There's your out. There's my out. I don't know if there's a, a a bigger sign given by the universe than Corona has canceled the Backstreet Boys. That's all I'm saying. And you benefited the most from it. So Sure. Okay. Just saying. Did Has- you get your money ha- back? Hashtag benefited from Corona. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Speaking of that, I, I I was listening to the episode that I posted this morning, uh, the well, episode twenty five, and I cracked up again when you said that you love you want ba- you want to go into a bar that the bathroom kills covered. <laughs> yeah, been to a, quite it's ki- a few. It's kind of genius, really. Think been to quite it. a few. <laughs> I actually had one in mind too when I said that the bathroom. Uh, anyway, but um. Little Irish pub in the city. God. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, man. I'm hungry. Me too. Well, before we get out of here, I want to show you this. So I've been drinking coffee out of this mug. So you should be proud of me, one, because I'm drinking coffee. Is that Mark McGuire mm-hmm. on your mug? Is that Death Wish? No, it's not. It's too late in the afternoon to be drinking Death Wish coffee. But this is Mark McGuire, 62 home run, single season, September 8th, 1998. And I had no idea I owned this mug until five minutes before the show. Okay. So, like, when we bought our house, it was a woman who her husband passed away, and they actually lived in St. Louis, and this was their, like, summer house, and he passed away, and this was going to be their retirement home whenever he, or whenever they both retired. Of course, he passed away before they retired, so she didn't want the house anymore, and a three-bed, three-bath house that it was fully furnished before we moved in. Like, we literally could have moved in this house with nothing. And we would have had dishes in the cabinets. We would have had... (laughs) We would have had... uh, That deserves the fist pump. Beds in the bedrooms, everything. But this was one thing that was left as well. And I thought you would like it. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm sorry it doesn't have a Cleveland spider... No. Mask on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, you just bummed me out, so. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Do it. We're out.